The following is rated S for spoilers. I am the light girl. You're what? Nightlight. Oh my god! I had no idea! Otoba! You told them already. I only told Abu. Really? What are you implying? In classic Khan gossip train, (laughs) you tell Omni, she tells Abu. And we over here because he always has his phone on speaker. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. And today we are talking Miss Marvel, the latest addition to all of the MCU things that we're getting this year. Graham, how's it going this week? It's been going good. Yeah, it's been a busy week, but yeah, yeah. I feel like we say that every week. I know, and nothing (laughs) slows down. Seems like, but. Yeah, so was, you had a busier week than I did, man. I you did. I was traveling. Flying, I, had, no, I had the opportunity the to watch this. Like, yeah, I, I just watched this on the plane. Basically, the second <laughs> yeah. time, I just benched through it. Uh, we're going to be talking about Miss Marvel as a whole. It's created by Bisha K. Ali, starring Iman Vellani, Matt Lynn, Sinoba Shroff, Nimra Buka, and Rashad. Those are just like I felt like some of the bigger ones. If, yeah, I feel like if you put all the stars, it would be a list of like 15 people. Oh, easily. Uh, released June 8th of 2022. Um, which, side note, I, uh, they actually, I can't remember, I want to say it was June 16th, some, t- some point in June, uh, they actually released the entire series in theaters in Pakistan uh, because Whoa. they don't have Disney Plus there. And That's crazy. It's kind of a big deal for them. So you just did like what, I don't like like just under like six hours of like, it, not even it, no. That's more probably more like four and a half really. That's fair. Yeah, so that's a long movie to sit through. But I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm sure it's split into parts. Whatever. But yeah, so it, that's awesome. Yeah, released in a lot of places. Uh, don't really have numbers for this one, uh, but we can assume it was somewhere between ten and twenty five million per episode budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, some pocket change. That's some money. Yeah, just, well, just, just, just a little bit. <laughs> Reception is uh, very mixed. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score is a 98%, and then the audience score is a 78%. IMDb has a 6.2. Letterboxd hmm. gave it a 3.4. Graham, what were your just overall thoughts on Miss Marvel? I thought it was like, it was super fun. Uh, honestly, visually like appealing. It was really creative, mm-hmm. honestly. I liked it a lot. When you actually like, look in... I don't know. There were some things I wasn't like the biggest fan on, like the mm-hmm. way it was like, especially like, kind of the way it ended. I don't know. Everything just felt really rushed in some areas, but also like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it all the way through. Honestly, mm-hmm. there wasn't like an episode that I didn't like as much than another. They were all pretty average for yeah. me, but um, I say I'm kind of surprised about the Rotten Tomatoes score. That actually kind of shocked which, me. Reading that. Which side? Critic or The critic. Because I know really this was high. just isn't, like I enjoyed it a lot. Like I would give it a, a a decent rating, honestly. But like, like the audience, I like a seventy eight. I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably kind of where I sit. Like that's fair. But having ninety eight, like good for them. But mm-hmm. I just kind of shocked me a little with it being that high. I have some ideas that we'll get to, yeah, in, in a minute. But I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, we're talking about the whole series here. You know, the series as a whole here. But if you want to hear our individual thoughts, go to our TikTok. We did instant reactions. Yes, uh, to each of the episodes and. I was extremely positive about all of them, except mm-hmm. for the finale. Uh, uh, yeah, that last episode was. Which we'll talk about in our second segment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But one of the things I said, I think, in basically all of them is mm-hmm. this is a really slow burn. 
this is not a week by week show. This should have been released all at once. Yeah. And I mean, binging it basically on planes and airports and stuff like it worked a lot better. There yeah. were things I didn't pick up on, uh, especially the mutant thing that was very, that was spread out throughout the whole show. Yeah. Uh, cause in my head while watching it, I thought the whole point uh, from them changing her powers was because the bangle was where her powers were coming right. from. But then I realized, no, like they say several times that, he it's, that yeah, it's inside her. It's not it's just unlocked it or something. Yeah. Which it makes me wonder like, why do you have the bangle? Cause I feel like, I don't know. This is, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to already derail. <laughs> I feel like this show had a really bad mix between what was initially like wanting to happen, like what creators, the creators were wanting to do just mm-hmm. with their show and then what Feige needed them to do to, to set up the X-Men. The, yeah. um, because it's, I don't know, I from the beginning, I was mm-hmm. very upset they changed her power set because yeah. I don't need another... I can shoot laser light things out of my right. hands. I've seen that a million yeah, times. Yeah, cosmic plasma type. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of all the cosmic stuff. I yeah. wanted to see, and she can just shape, shape shift and like, yeah. And it's essentially the same thing really. Um, right. It's not super different. Uh, so I thought that was dumb, but then I was like, Oh, well maybe like, cause you know, the bangle and it's family. Okay. I can mm-hmm. kind of see that. But then now it's like the bangle is, I don't rewatching. I didn't understand the purpose of the bangle other than, to tie them into family, like I guess it can make her time travel. I said that's the only <laughs> thing I got from it was from episode five when they like tie it all back mm-hmm. together and stuff. Otherwise, no. I mean, besides it, like unlocking her powers, like it's yeah. There's no like it was honestly like kind of chance that she put it on. She literally found it in a box of old stuff and was like, "Yeah, this is sick." I just put it on like uh-huh. that. Yeah, that I was a little thrown off by that too, yeah, but it, it was- definitely helped with the whole genetic thing where he brings it up because he mentions he's like he's like your dad wanted me to look into him too and all your genetic makeup is like different so it's definitely yeah mutant hinted but yeah um yeah i didn't really like that but on like <laughs> which i would say she's not like a, she's not a mutant like in the shows right? she's just super powered right or in the comics she she's an inhuman a, um oh that's right yeah uh I don't okay. know. I was gonna say it for later, but we can just get into it now. Uh well, see, I don't honestly personally don't know much about her. Like I watched the um what's the there's like a cartoon on Disney. Are you gonna like name like kids. a little kid show that it, you still claim? Oh, I never watched this. I have like Well, I've I've seen it yes, you know I have like <laughs> I have young family, like really little kids in the family. So yes, it's like it'll be on the TV and yeah, it's like it's a Spider Man and friends or whatever. So it's like okay. Spider Man and like Gwen and Miles. And the three of them, and then occasionally you'll see like, yeah, like Miss Marvel pulls up, but she's just her like stretchy, like linky self, like mm-hmm. that's it. And so like I just was like, yeah, cool. And then I know when they changed her powers, I was like, yeah, okay, I see the two differences, but I didn't know what she was. Yeah, if she was considered mutant, considered inhuman, yeah, and all mm-hmm. that. But yeah, so she's an inhuman. Uh, yeah, overall, I really like the show. There were, despite its issues, I think this might be my top three shows. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Right off the bat, like just the style choices, yeah. In this in the show, I said in my instant reaction, this is the most stylistically ambitious oh, project that easily Marvel has tried, yeah. Um, and I was here for it. I loved it. Uh, I know some people weren't quite on board in episode one, but I feel like a lot of people, like episode two, kind of pushed them over mm-hmm. the edge. And like, yeah, this is 
Yeah. Cool. I felt like I didn't feel like anything was keeping me away from the show like after watching that first episode but once you get into yeah episode two and three it really ties in i would say honestly thinking back episode five was like i i zoned out several times probably during that episode that family one See, i yeah. think i think that's that where was, i disagree because i loved episode yeah? five episode five like i liked the whole tie-in but i just feel like i just thought it was gonna be like maybe first 10 minutes you get a little backstory but it was way more mm-hmm. it was just way more than i thought it, we were gonna get yeah. of that and I mean, it worked, but I mean, I, I yeah, I admit I'm in the minority on that. I know yeah. that most people didn't care for episode five, and it, and it, I don't know. I wanted to keep this very positive because I did really like <laughs> the show, but like, I think the biggest issue that this show had was there was just too much going on, and like, I feel like individual episodes mm-hmm. worked really, really well. Yeah, but when you put them all together, there's not a very great like thread tying everything together. Like right. I loved episode five just as its own little thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I like history kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm, I liked that they were introducing the partition to a lot of people who, I mean, that's a really major aspect of history that a lot of oh, people just ignore sure. or don't know yeah. about. Um, so I like that they were, you know, they finally kind of put that in the spotlight. Um, and I don't know for me, I like I know in a f- previous episode I mm-hmm. said I have never called an MCU thing like beautiful like the cinematography right but in that that episode particularly I think this show as a whole but that one yeah especially like just some of the shots in that were just there were shots yeah definitely throughout the whole so show beautiful that were so nuts and I that's I think it's one of the ways that like using you know this this Pakistani Muslim culture like really they they use that to their benefit because they are very they wear lots of colorful clothing mm-hmm. and like that allows you to do really cool things yeah as opposed to america it's like black and black pretty basic yeah <laughs> right yeah. like it's just this is whatever uh yeah. but like i don't know there were yeah episode five was just so beautiful like beautiful like the cinematography was great uh had some cool action sequences i guess um yeah i really liked episode five you said you didn't have a like particular one that you liked above the others honestly i liked and this is probably i don't know for some reason i was watching this and i was like this just seems so dumb but like i enjoyed the high school scene so much in episode six like in the last one. Oh, yeah where they were just like yeah a part of me kind of felt like it was almost like a um it was like, home alone like no that but mixed with like leia running from like the the dudes in the woods you know sure, and, uh, sure. like you know, i was like if they really wanted to get them like they probably could have but also, like, I don't know. Like, I just liked the shots and the... F- it was just fun. It was, like, mm-hmm. creative. But Or even, like, I really liked, like, the neon. Like, this was yes. such a bright show. Yeah. Um, Not just, like, with the colors or clothes, but, like, anytime they showed, like, the circle cue, it was just... It was all It always looked up. so cool. Yeah. Um, Later, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> I was and not we, expecting that, man. Yeah. It's a RIP circle cue. Yeah. Uh, Which I didn't realize, like... So... Did I totally miss, like, Bruno's parents, like, aren't there? No. Is he just running that place, like, by himself? Or does he not run the place, he just lives above it? It seemed like he, like, lives above it, and... That's kind of what I thought. He, like, works there, but it's... Okay. Okay. That'd be convenient, like... Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I just... I was, like, really wondering the tie-in and stuff, because he's like, yeah, I lost my apartment, because the whole place blew up, and I was like, did you also lose your business? Like, is it... I mean, you're in high school, like... I was really confused a little bit on that, but... Yeah, I mean, he's just a side character. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I, I love just... Even like it's in the editing, like this was very. A lot of people can compare it to John Hughes, which sure it is very 
I feel like I can see that. I feel like that gets thrown out a lot. Like I think any good teen drama mm-hmm. is automatically oh, this is like John Hughes. <laughs> it, okay, I mean John Hughes is on another level. It's not quite yeah. This isn't quite the same thing. Uh, but I, I for me, I thought this was very Edgar Wright and like Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver. Uh, even last night in Soho ish, like for sure, just the way, like I don't know. I love Edgar Wright, and like this yeah. was very. This reminded me so much of him, especially those first two episodes, like going to high school and like the quick cuts and everything. Yeah, I think this is the best texting, like showing oh, texting on every, screen that I've everything ever seen. That was like, yeah, um, it interacted like so well with the world, and just like through the windows and on the floor. And as they're walking, I was like, whoa, right? Which I don't know. It's a weird trend that I found with the MCU because I also loved. And no way home. How they did the mm-hmm. FaceTime between Peter MJ and, MJ and Peter. Like I thought that was brilliant the well, way they did that. So we've definitely been getting a lot more. I, I, it's Innovation. weird to say, like, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like technology savvy, kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. Like we're just definitely getting more like phone use and like things because that is how everyone like that's how those teens would text. That's how they would react and talk. And so no, right. I really enjoyed the TikTok felt very overused in some areas of the show because yeah, it was mentioned a lot like the show. beginning few i know <laughs> that's how i felt i was like oh disney has like real no real correlation with tiktok i don't think i mean I, no. partner wise i was like the first when they actually like mentioned like tiktok not just like oh my social media page is like no like tiktok in the first episode and i was like wow i was like okay so they just got that and then mm-hmm. yeah episode six really just kind of hit that one hard but yeah i don't know I, and i think that's part of just one of the things that's so interesting about this show and I think why it has such a mixed reaction is this is a very specific audience. Um, a lot of like 40-year-old dads who go watch Marvel movies aren't going to care about yeah. this too much. Like this isn't really for them. Yeah. Uh, but I can see this. I think I said it in my uh, episode one reaction. Like I, th- I think Miss Marvel is going to be a lot of this generation's uh, Spider-Man because I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I love his movies. He's done great. Yeah. But he's not, he's not really what Spider-Man, what makes Spider-Man great. Right. You know, and that's, he's not relatable at all. Mm -hmm. He's fighting purple aliens and saving the multiverse. Right. He's kind of moved past relatable into like this big superhero Mm -hmm. uh, stage, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland still does great. I love, yeah, I love those movies, but like this, Amon Vellani is just playing Miss Marvel and Kamala Khan perfectly. She did as, incredible. Yeah, as just a relatable person. Like yeah. I love. We talk about it a lot. Like I hate how the 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 MCU just oh like the multiverse is going to end or the world is going to be destroyed. Like mm-hmm. I like how yes we did have that aspect. Yeah, um, and it was kind of rushed and lazily written and right. just kind of quickly put to the side. Uh, but I feel like the core issue here was, was family and like yeah. dealing with your family problems in your past and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, which I, which I like, I like that yeah. it's, it's personal and it's, I care more about that. Yeah. Um, I feel like we haven't seen like a superhero worry about their secret identity in like a while kind of a thing, like mm-hmm. between her keeping it secret between her friends and parents and Not things like that. And, well, no, exactly. Well, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. So I just like, yeah, seeing her, like it was just, yeah, totally different. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the problems. Like when civil war came out, like <laughs> comic version of civil war, the whole, whole premise was everyone had to register their identities with the government. Right. But, <laughs> And the MCU, everyone knows everybody's identity, exactly. so it didn't really matter. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I like that. Like we're seeing a more traditional superhero kind mm-hmm. of route um, that we haven't yeah. seen in a long time, uh, which is really cool. But speaking of Amon Vellani, uh, talk about perfect casting. Dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And not even just like physic, like her physical appearance just looks exactly like comic book. Right. Con, but like, this is her first acting gig. Yeah. And she was born for this 1000%. Right. Um, yeah. There's a really great Reddit AMA on the Marvel Studios subreddit. I highly recommend everybody go check it out because it is just, it is so fun to just like vicariously live through a Monvelani and like <laughs> just the fact that she's just a super fan and yeah. is able to like live out every fan's dream of being in the MCU yeah. is like super cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like her getting the role and playing this character. I mean, it's literally like her character fangirling over Carol Danvers and right. then being becoming Miss. I mean, it literally was, yeah, that, that's her. That's mm-hmm. her. That is, that is what it is. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that's why it's why yeah. she does do such a great job is because she's not really acting. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. She has to say some specific words, but at the end yeah. of the day, like she's kind of just portraying everything that she's actually, yeah. she's more than likely probably feeling. Oh, definitely. Uh, that's like any any like red carpet appearance or anything I see of her like get interview questions like what do you think what do you feel like, she's just like I n- literally nothing she's like nothing she's like I'm just happy to be here this is nuts like this is nuts she's like do you know where we're at and I'm like that's literally like, that's how I would be I would not be able to keep myself like cool or in check like dude it's just she's literally just living a dream like that's yeah. crazy yeah I am only slightly jealous <laughs> only sli- yeah I'm very much yeah I don't know I feel like I, just everyone was casted in this perfectly yeah. um. Dude, Bruno, he honestly, at, at first, like, the first few episodes, uh, I was kind of annoyed by him, because like, I just knew he was going to be, like, the geeky, like, techie friend the kind of with it. Yeah, the guy in the chair, but, yeah, no, towards the end, I liked his character a mm-hmm. lot. He was super fun. I, I really like Bruno. Uh, I like Kamran, uh, even though I was a little I see, I was kind of confused. both ways on it. Yeah, yeah. Never really was, like, too into his character. Same with, like, the girl best friend, um, Nakia. Nakia. Yeah. Kind of same thing. Like she wasn't in it as much, though. To be fair, she was maybe mm-hmm. like three out of the six episodes. So, uh, yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, her okay. family was awesome. Yeah, loved everyone in her family. Yeah, loved her brother. Her yeah. brother might be one of my favorites. He was great, show. dude. He was funny. He was yeah, really especially in the like finale. Like, how did you get here? He's like, oh, it's like I went to school here. He's like, yeah. I'm like you know, whatever. <laughs> we just... stood him down. He's like, he's like, hey, not cousin. It's <laughs> like, yeah. do you even like the British Bake Off? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone was just casted brilliantly, and I feel like. That's that was the strength of this show was like, yes, it's a superhero show, but like the action sequences are minimal. And when we do yeah. have them, they're pretty subpar. Yeah. Um, But like just the one thing they got just absolutely right was character, like character throughout was just I cared about everybody. Yeah. Like I, you know, I felt conflict like, oh, like Kamran, like, what's he going to do? Is he going to be evil? Is he going to be good? Uh. We'll talk about that yeah. later, but you know, there's just lots of, it felt very personal and yeah. I felt stressed out and I felt ang- anxious and like, I wanted to know more yeah. because of the characters, not because I would the say world this may is, or may not blow up. Right. Exactly. I was, I was definitely way more attached to the actual characters themselves than anything else going on. Like mm-hmm. truth be told. Cause like even most of the part where I'm like, <laughs> I kind of forgot until the last episode when. I can't remember. I just, I don't even know who was talking to the car. I think it was like Kamala to Bruno and they're talking and she's like, yeah, she's like his mom wanted to like mix the, like she didn't make it. Cause she was trying to like mix the worlds between the gin and the, and I was like, dude, I forgot that was like the whole point of their 
the generators. Like that was all they were trying to do. I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that. I was like, oh yeah. It's like I mean, it didn't happen. So like, oh darn. But I was just like, yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. It was weird. I feel like there was a lot of. I think a lot of the the problems mm-hmm. we went to the strengths. Now here here are like the weaknesses of this show. Where like they were trying too hard to th- go away from the formula, but I have a feeling that they were kind of being forced into the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some ways it worked. In a lot of ways, it just it didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I think that does say like a lot about the fact the fact that I still like this show despite. Right. Structurally, it's just horrendous. It's a massive mess. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still super entertaining to watch, and I care about a lot of people. Um, like, I'm, I'm. We all know my hatred, not hatred. That's a strong word. My dislike for Captain Marvel, and like especially Captain Marvel movie. H- hatred, I think, is a is in a. That's probably a word. fair <laughs> word, actually. Yeah, it's a strong word. And it's I'm very excited for the Marvels. Like, I'm mm-hmm. extremely excited just to see Kamala come back as just her character. Still don't give an F about Carol Danvers, truly. But, yeah, like, yeah, no, like, I'm excited for that whole mix to happen and for, like, that movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of Kamala. Uh, and we're finally we'll see, you know, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. We'll see Photon in action, which will be... Dude, that'll be... We'll see her actually do something that. useful instead of saving a bunch of kids who <laughs> right. are taking care of the situation better than her. But that's... <laughs> that's, again, stay tuned for yeah. segment two. We're going we're gonna to dive into all of that. Um yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm excited for the Marvels. Uh, that post credit scene was like, a, I think that might be my favorite mm-hmm. post credit scene in a long time because it actually, yeah. a I know it's actually going to happen as right. opposed to um, them just setting something up that we might not yeah, see. I mean, I keep going back to it, but Doctor Strange and Mordo is like, I'm going to kill everybody, and then we just kind of right. never went back to that. Or yeah, I mean the P- Thor post credit scene. You haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but like. Mm-hmm. That may or may not happen. Right. My, I'm leaning towards probably not going to see I'm where that goes. Towards, yeah, uh, but you know, maybe <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I but this do. one, like, I don't know. I liked it because I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's straight up said they'll be back in the Marvels, right? And it was like, what is going on here? Yeah, like it's actually, I'm curious. Right, it was weird. Yeah, I mean, Which imagine, I, imagine. I don't know. The, I mean, obviously, you don't know the context, but imagine mm-hmm. this, like. Showing up in a room in your face over every dude, where she even like looked around, it was just like wall, poster, <laughs> poster, book in her hand. And I was like, Yeah, it's everywhere. It was, yeah. But uh, I, I would say, I would, the only thing that like threw me off is for some reason, like, I don't know if it was like the editing or what, but when she like disappears, like transform, like mm-hmm. they switch pretty much, like that whole little like blip switch thing. That seemed way more like high quality than like anything else we saw on the show so far. I don't know why. A part of me was just that's like, fair. oh yeah, I feel like that literally came out of one of the movies, like a like that's fair five year ago movie, not like anything we've seen recently. But like mm-hmm. it was, yeah, that whole part. I was just like, whoa. And then I was like, then she showed up, and I was like, well, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, tie yeah, in, CG so be- in a lot and all of these shows really have been mm-hmm. extremely subpar. I've seen a ton of stuff recently, just being like, just everyone like we're just voting like they prefer like quality over quantity at this point for Mm -hmm. Marvel. And I'm just like, honestly, like we could, don't get me wrong. I enjoy all the content, but we could take a break or two. Yes. (laughs) Give you guys like an extra year to just do whatever you can do. And then, yeah, I think, I think COVID was extremely beneficial to so many, not, not just to them being able to take a little more time to, to make things, but just like for the fans to just 
to have Endgame take a break mm-hmm. to let all of that kind of right like stew. But I mean, even then, it's kind of like we were talking like the old timelines used to be what like three movies a year, four movies a year, and so that's why I'm like, even with a COVID break of well, like I, two years, I almost, mean, like if we're talking old timelines up until face. Midway like, through yeah. phase three, it was two movies a year, right? <laughs> and so that's what I'm like saying. We were we were waiting like solid amount amounts of time, yeah. and now it's like, oh man, we gotta wait. I gotta wait three and a half weeks. Shoot, yeah. And there was genuine hype. Like I exactly, I was not excited mm-hmm. for Thor. We had trailers that could kind of get us stretched across a couple months. Mm-hmm. Not like Thor. We got the trailer what like four or five weeks before the movie yeah, came was, out. It like quick. it was yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could honestly, if they slowed things down, I wouldn't. I don't think they would hear a lot of like complaining with no. that they want to get a lot of backlash but but with you know where marvel's going mm-hmm. uh we talked on a little at the beginning we have finally we've been asking how are we going to introduce the mutants yeah we now have our answer which i kind of i kind of like you like, i'm not against you it. like this i i thought it was definitely weird like when he brings it up and then it's just like the music and the pause and it's usually like that's eh, another label. Like she didn't care. Mm-hmm. No, like I feel like well, because mutants don't exist, yet, right? So right, there's she I mean, doesn't really know mutants. Not a, there's no mutant. That's not a thing. It's just a mutation, right? Like it's. I'm a little mixed on, on on the reveal, mm-hmm. uh, for the, of them being of her being a mutant. Yeah, because on yeah. the one side, like when the character Miss Marvel was first created, she was initially intended to be a mutant, mm-hmm. but then the higher up said, well, she's going to be a massive character. Yeah. We can see that. So we're going to make her an inhuman instead, which are basically just like the lame X-Men from <laughs> space uh, because the inhumans are right. lame X-Men from space and don't care about them. So we're going to make her an inhuman, sell those books a little more because X-Men don't need any help. Yeah. And so she was initially intended to be an X-Men. So like, I like that regard as like, they're kind of, kind of fixing the narrative yeah. in a way. Um, which, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't mind it. Like, I think mm-hmm. it'll work. It'll work just fine. It's a, like I said, if anything, it's just one of the better introductions I think we could have gotten for mutants. I don't. Well, and that's the thing is I feel like you have the X-Men, right? Like mm-hmm. we could have, there's a lot of ways we could have introduced mutants to the world. Right. And quite frankly, I'm, I'm just, I'm really curious as to how they're going to pull it off because a lot of the mutants, mutant stories and everything are surrounded around like mutants versus no mutants like it's a lot of like discrete like race and discrimination type Mm -hmm. stuff like that's all just an allegory of american racial issues um so i'm just curious how they're going to naturally introduce a totally new thing into this world where superheroes already exist and they're kind of okay with right okay with them um the other thing that i just really irked me Mm -hmm. about it and this is something that probably didn't bother most people but for the majority of you that don't know, I almost like went into film music as a career. I love that. I love yeah. listening to scores and things. I love studying motifs and what they mean. When they played the 90s X-Men tune, I was livid. When did they do that? Was that the last episode? Yeah, he goes, it's a mutation. And he goes, da 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 Okay, that music? Okay, I didn't know. And I was like, okay, look. I understand when... Professor X shows up in Doctor Strange and he looks like he does in the 90s and you play that little thing. That's fine. It's in a multiverse. It's a cool little thing. And I understand that you're trying to really drive home the point that like 
this is the X-Men. That's what they're doing. It's not how you establish a theme. It's already been a, that's already a theme song. I don't, right. you're, that's lazy. A B the people who are going to get it are again, the 40 year old dads who watched the nineties X-Men show. True. But guess what? They probably aren't even going to make it through the, the finale <laughs> of this show. Cause they don't care about right. Ms. Marvel. So they're going to miss it. And then the little kids who are watching Ms. Marvel, cause that's who you're targeting are not even going to notice yeah. it. And it's not going to matter. But you've established this theme as the mutant theme. So now whoever does write X-Men has to somehow use this or just ignore all the other things you've already established in this universe and make a new motif. And that's going to be confusing. That's yeah. that's that's my rant. The MCU started off terribly. Like when you look at like theme songs. Yeah. If I said like sing sing something from Star Wars, you could sing the main theme, yeah. the force theme. You could sing Mando's theme. You could sing... Duel of the Fates, Battle of the Heroes, Ray's right. theme. There's like a bajillion themes that anyone can just instantly right. start going on. Or even like DC, like Batman. There's lots of Batman themes. There's right. Superman. Someone can sing Superman. Yeah. If I said name, sing Iron Man's theme, what are, what are you going to do? He has three of them. Yeah. And all three <laughs> of them are like no one actually knows them. Like Captain America kind of had, like Alan Silvestri kind, kind of, of has the, a Captain yeah. America theme, but it's super inconsistent. Right. And it's only in the first Avenger and Endgame. Yeah. So take that as you will. I mean, you have the Avengers theme. That's right. the one thing that's like a set theme stayed throughout. A, yeah. And then, I don't know, starting with like phase three, really, like we've started to get, they've started to reuse motifs. And so now mm-hmm. you have Ant-Man's theme and you have Captain Marvel's theme. Doctor Strange's theme. Doctor Strange's yeah. theme. But even then, like Danny Elfman just kind of ignored it for most of Multiverse of Madness. Like, yeah, I music is a massive part of making movies. They're amazing storytelling tools, and I am tired of the MCU treating it like it's just some other thing that doesn't matter. One of the few Oscars it's won was for best score in Black Panther. So, you know. Yeah, Black, they did Black Panther right. Give, give the music in these movies and shows the respect that they yeah. deserve. Or I will riot. I thought the music in Miss Marvel was pretty dope. Too. It, it was. It was, it was really good. I really, really liked. Out. I really liked Kamala's theme. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Last question in this segment. Okay. Is this one of the best origin stories we've ever gotten? Like, period. Because I think this was a phenomenal way. Yeah. To like, this felt like a comic book origin story, and in general, stylistically, yeah. this just like this felt like a comic book to me. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I liked it a lot. I, I say I can't really think of anything else I would one really top this because, um, mm-hmm. like I said, this was just fun. Like this felt like yeah. I honestly feel like I would just be like reading this out of a comic, like straight up. And the way it went back and forth between like her little animated sketches and things like that, it just yeah. This was this is definitely probably one of the best. And kind of like I kind of I think I agree. This is definitely one of my top three shows for shows. the Disney Plus Marvel mm-hmm. content so far for them. What, what are what are your top three shows? I personally still liked WandaVision a lot and Loki. Those mm-hmm. are like my top two. I don't know which one I would set. I think right now I still liked WandaVision the most. Honestly, just because one, I, I still want to see where White Vision is. I'm, I'm really still actually like caught up on that. Like truly, I think about that all the time, like the ship <laughs> thesis and all that, but it's fine. Um, but then, then Loki, I, everyone liked Loki. I honestly don't think I've talked mm-hmm. to anyone that didn't like Loki. And I think depending on how season two goes or what they introduce with King and how that all goes, like I think that will probably get pushed to my number one. Let's get season two. advantage with the season two. I was right? going to say, it's one of the only, it's not as like 
series, just a season. Series. Yeah, it's gonna have its season. So um, no, I'm excited for Loki. But I, w- I would say yeah, probably like WandaVision, Loki, and then this here, Captain America: Winter Soldier, or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was definitely probably my fourth. Then going through the list, but I say like, what if? I liked it. What if it doesn't really? Yeah, count. that one I wouldn't count too much. Haw- Hawkeye was fun, but that's not gonna so fall here, in my top few. Hawkeye is my number one. I love yeah. Hawkeye so much. Honestly, if they would have, I and I, yeah, I, I'm glad they didn't. A part of me is honestly, but like if they would have like tied Daredevil in there somehow, if they would just given us Matt, like that probably would have gone to my number one. Like I know they got us, gave us Kingpin and like all that tied in, and oh, we're gonna get the Echo Show and Echo, all that. So. I know I'm very excited for that. Yeah, but, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Now that I'm like thinking on it a little more, like. Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Moon Knight number two, and then <gasps> bro, honestly, I don't know how I forgot about yeah, Moon Knight. You, you what totally the heck? About it. I was wondering where it was going to show up, but yeah, Moon Knight's my number two, and then Wait. and then my my number three is a toss up between Miss Marvel and WandaVision, and the reason it's a toss up is what we are going to talk about in our next segment, uh, oh, because the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger, because <laughs> look, these these shows are great. They're, you know, they're high, high production, lots of great storytelling, lots of great characters. But the one consistency between all of them is that the finales just suck. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened to Miss Marvel, but they kind of, it just, it was going great and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I didn't like it. You didn't seem to like it. So we're going to talk yeah. about that and why Disney just can't get a Marvel show finale right. So we'll be back. Yep. We are back. We're back. We're discussing Miss Marvel and Disney's inability to just like end the show correctly. End the show <laughs> satis- in a satisfying way. Yeah. Uh, Graham, what are what are like some of like the best and the worst finales from these shows? Are there any like good ones in your in your opinion? Um. No, um, I was gonna say shoot. I'm honestly trying to think of them. The only the, the one that I think was like perfect mm-hmm. was Hawkeye. Okay, but yeah, I think Hawkeye ended really that. great. What if we're gonna count it? Was I don't want to count. Was, that. was a good was a good ending. Yeah, uh, Moon Knight is. I, Moon Knight wasn't quite there. satisfying for me. Uh, I thought it was fine. It was, Especially it was, the way it, was, it like left the hangout. I was I was honestly gonna say that's probably one of I mean that and Hawkeye, I'll count Hawkeye. Yeah, those two would probably be the only ones I could Yeah. But I mean Loki, you have like this crazy like time travel adventure and then the last episode is just like it all resets. Here's an hour of exposition mm-hmm. from a villain that is probably going to be a big deal in the future. Yeah. But he's not anymore. <laughs> but this is the first time we're meeting him. Right. It's very timey wimey. Uh yeah. I don't know, like it. I I thought the Loki finale was fine. I think I liked it more than others, but like I think the I think I liked it that it kind of like in this where it it set something up and like we we know we're gonna get mm-hmm. it in Ant Man. We know we're gonna get it in Loki season two. Like right. it kind of started that same thing with Miss Marvel how it ended. Like I was not the biggest fan of this ending. Like I, I kind of liked the high school little fight action scene that we got like at the end there, um, and then the way it ended actually giving us the tie in for the Marvels like. 
that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, honestly, no, there's very few shows that yeah. I actually. I mean, if I you've listened really to all, basically like, any episode of this show, you know that I hate <laughs> the Wandavision finale. That yeah. was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Because we are, we have the all this a year amazing, and a half out, and we still don't know where White Vision is after this show. And you're literally We're probably the only never person that know. cares. I know I am, and I don't know why I care so much. But dude, I care way too much. I honestly just, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. White Vision <laughs> is just living uh, life. He's learning what it's like. But to be. how? Where? Why does it matter? I mean, just a little bit. Maybe he's just like on the beach somewhere, like. Just trying to get tan. I want to go all time. I mean, he is—he is really pale. I guess. He's yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone knows I hate the the Wandavision finale. You have all these like great sitcoms, and then you're yeah. just like, okay, cool. That was just put it. That was cool. Speed. We're just yeah. going to ignore that happened, and we're going to go do this other thing yeah. that's not related to anything we've done at all, and everything's going to be pointless. And mm-hmm. oh, look, she's a Scarlet Witch now, which I guess that was kind of cool. I said that they was, were like. There were, there were like the little moments. There were cool that moments. Were, yeah. Yes. That's kind of like, I would say the same thing for like Miss Marvel. Like it wasn't like one of the greatest finales we've gotten, but honestly, like I really liked when she like stepped up after that sound blast and she kind of got that, like you could tell she was like stretchy, like her mm-hmm. kind of more like a comic accurate like style, but she was still in the whole cosmic like mm-hmm. suit version of it. But I really liked that when she stood up and I was like, oh shoot, she's tall. Like, mm-hmm. and then she like stretches and punches like all that. Like that was a fun little key thing, but other than that, Falcon and Winter like, Soldier. I, I will say that had that had a satisfying yep. conclusion, but the rest of it was mm-hmm. not. So I don't know if that that was kind of a reverse. That's yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. But yeah, I don't know. I think for One Division and Miss Marvel, I feel like the finales are great one-off episodes. Yeah, but it's it's a finale, so you should be concluding everything that all the other episodes right. that like had set up and were. And we're putting because a lot of these shows shows have several loose like loose ends, just like mm-hmm. that are just still out there. And to an extent, like with the MCU, that's fine for some things. Yeah, you know, calling Kamala mutant or right White Vision going off; those are loose ends that are fine because well, most likely we're going to get caught up. Yeah, those yeah. are going to get picked up later. But for some things, like if you're going to tell a coherent story, you need like right, you need something to like just wrap it all up. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I think Miss Marvel in general is something I didn't say earlier. Like, I feel like every episode as its own individual piece mm-hmm. of content was fantastic. Yeah, but when you put it all together, like, I mean, I'm not surprised the finale was pretty awful because there wasn't a, a lot of like threads to tie together. Right, it almost seemed like episode five should have been the finale. Well, I was gonna say, I, even like looking at the finale of episode six, like I don't know what ties were brought together like honestly like so like, so because i didn't realize that at first mm-hmm. if, if you if you watch my instant reaction for that episode mm-hmm. it was basic it was the longest kind of tore it apart I've, I've ever gone on because i was just like you utilized all three minutes tiktok gave you i think it was like four actually Shoot. it was uh, yeah i used every second tiktok gives me um but it's i didn't yeah i didn't find any I didn't know what was why mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on in their heads. But when I I did rewatch it all, the the thread there is is family and like using your power in the way that you want to use it. Like there's that last little thing yeah. that she has with Comron where like in her bubble and that's that was like 
that was the, the theme of the show. But it was extremely. It just wasn't given enough time because they spent so much time on all these other things. Which, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We can just get into it. Like the problem with Miss Marvel and the finale, uh, ultimately stems from the rest of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got the clandestines, which. For starters, clandestine in the comics is like a superhero team. Mm-hmm. They're not villains. Right. So that was a weird decision. Yeah. Uh, calling them, I think it's just because in the comics, two of them are Jin, and they're they like, oh, it's put it all it's together. Pakistani, and we're, and, and we're doing that for the show, so let's like, I don't know. I mean, it kind of whatever. Works, honestly, it fit. The way that they did it with the four or five of them, and it fit, but also like I, I don't even know. I don't know any of their names. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know. And even just like the logic and all of it was so ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. they straight up told her, "Yeah, we were exiled from our world," and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna help you get back." And it's like, wait, hold on. Yeah, they were exiled. There was a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah. with how brutal and morally gray. They are. I <laughs> have some ideas as to why they were exiled, yeah. and they probably shouldn't be sent back. But yeah, whatever. Uh, it was just yeah. I didn't care about any of it, and we spent so much time on that as opposed to again right. the thing that we did like with all the family aspects that didn't mm-hmm. have enough time and have more time to grow and develop. Right. The other thing was like damage control was aggressive. There, I. I honestly, since Spider-Man, I don't understand this, like, like kind of, I, I don't know. I want to say like new damage control ish because really damage control is just there to pick up the mess after the superheroes were done. Right. Yeah. Like in a sense, it's kind of like what their job is, but now it's like, Oh, that's, he's got powers. Let's hunt him down and figure out what they're doing. Like they're trying to like stop the mess before it happens, which I can kind of get, but right. I don't. I feel like that's not really their job. That's never been their job. Well, the problem is that Shield doesn't exist anymore in this universe. So, which is someone fair. had to pick up the slack. I don't know. I under. I'm okay but with them by like being whose like orders? Like I don't know if they just like. Do they just like? I mean, it's always been a government. Thing. Yeah, government funded. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I don't have a problem with damage control in that sense. I actually really like. I don't remember his name, but I like like the main like damage control. Oh yeah, guy. no, no, yeah, I like him. I a love lot too. him. Especially towards the end, he kind of pulled through and was like... I just, I really, really, really want a damage control show, like, in the style of... I want to say The Office, but I think a better comparison would be, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I don't, I don't like that show too much, but, like... What? Wait, what? Really? I don't... Dude, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's not, it's not for me. It's, whatever. That's whack. That's, yeah. Show is so good. But, dude, Um, I would... I I understand the appeal, but I would just, I would love a show like that where it's just, like... We're in the office. Oh, look, we got to go clean up this mess. Like, oh, like, I don't know. I would just love like a, a, just a straight sitcom. Where that would be dope. It's just Damon's control. I feel like that would do good. Yeah, you can just have some like yeah. D-list villains who are just running around that are just ridiculous. Yeah, let people know there's still like little crimes happening on the yeah. on the earth. Even not, if it was like the multiverse. It's just we're still on earth here. <laughs> even if it was just like an animated show too, like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I don't know. I would love a Damon's control show. That would be cool. That's not if you were here, here nor there. No. Um, yeah. I, again, back to logic. I don't understand damage control's logic here. Or honestly, 
I can I, oh, I tell you back. I understand damage control's logic. I don't understand everybody else's logic because from the perspective of damage control, you have this superpowered mm-hmm. girl who went to AvengerCon and destroyed a bunch of stuff. And no one was hurt luckily, but they almost were. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to a mosque and she almost drops a kid and to his death. She did drop him, but she did drop him, but luckily all he had was a broken leg. Mm-hmm. So like that worked out. But things almost bad happened. So they were like, right. hey, we've got to stop this girl because she's obviously going to cause some problems. Right. She is causing some problems. So they're hunting her, which makes sense. And then they're like, oh, hey, there's another one. He he destroyed a subway. He he destroyed. He broke out of damage control. He's causing all sorts of damage and problems. So obviously, as damage control, we need to go stop him. Oh, look, they're together. That's but, convenient. So they're hunting him. Damage control is in the right here. They're just yes, doing their job. But the way they did things, was, everyone, I feel like, ag- was aggressive. Because here's the thing: like they could have done okay, things if, like if, like if a Nick Fury style, where Nick Fury was, walks up and he's like, "Hey, bro, it's like you got powers. It's like let's talk." Like that was that was how like Avengers Initiative, all that was. Like sure. they watched them and kind of got details on him. Now it's just like and we're, we're going to send out drones right and shoot you. Like they were straight, like trying to be lethal, like right off the here's bat. The thing, though, if you had like a terrorist with a bomb and they walked into a school. No one's going to be like, oh, well, if they're Let's in front talk. of a school, I guess we better leave. <laughs> no, yeah, they're going to, yeah, no, like, I, would, I would shoot they, them too, but that's. They're literally causing, like, they're, they're, they're endangering people's lives, so obviously they would go to attack. That's and so then these, a bunch of these kids then somehow manage to, again, like a Leia situation, like they just pull a home alone in the school. I'm so, I'm guys so is, glad the softball thing didn't work. When they were like shooting, they're like, yeah. this is working, and I was like, how? How? <laughs> they are geared the F up. Yeah. And also, they could have shot one thing, and you guys would have gone flying with those machines. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. I, that, that, that whole little part, I was just like, why? But then, like, they go on TikTok, and she's like, hey, they're, they're trying to, like, they're trying to kill the, us kids in front of the school. Trying because, to see how many sims because, she got coming out. Like, because, what you know, <laughs> they're, they're doing their jobs. Yeah. And then these, all these people come out. And then Kamran almost kills them. Yeah. And then Kamala barely saves them. And they're like, they're that both heroes. That was another heroes. thing, too. Why were they just standing there? All the civilians outside behind those barriers, they would all they just, were, like, crouch down together. Literally run. They were they were protesting that the Damon's Control was doing their jobs because the the enemies were children, I guess. Um, I guess. I, I guess. Because plot. I guess because plot. They they had plot armor. They knew they were fine because they had to be there to crowd around Kamala really quick because that was gonna save her. And then she that just was, yeah. also continuity error. <laughs> um, she 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 starts running off <laughs> away from the school, and then in the next shot, she's running in the opposite yeah. direction of the school. Yeah, and I was like, wait, hold on. They timed that. They put. They I under I I understand uh, the shots looked cool, but that's. That's not yeah. how that works. Um, not at all. Yeah, I don't know. There was just like a lot of just illogical things were going on because, oh, wait, we need a big action sequence here mm-hmm. at the end, but we kind of threw that away in the last episode by not right. really having a big final action sequence between Kamal mm-hmm. and the clandestines. And so we're like, okay, we're going to have like this evil damage control lady for some reason. Uh, because like literally, someone needs well, to yeah. have problems. And I, I feel like some of it too was just, I feel like damage control was there just like, oh, we don't know how to how to go about this, so we're just going to make a damage control. Like, how do we show that like mosques are targeted and mm-hmm. it's discriminatory? Like, oh, like 
show us your IDs. Oh, you already have them out. Like, right. Okay. They're used to that. I see. I see. See what you're doing. Yeah. This is just like, I don't know. I, I do think it was handled better than a lot of other times that they try to big studios yeah. try to do cultural things. But I just feel like Demon's Control was there as a plot device just to, to move, just to do random things yeah. that didn't actually matter to the story at all. Yeah. Um, similar regards, it worked. Others, like the finale, it just didn't. It did not. <laughs> not even. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Which, and that's a part of, like, I was thinking, like, I don't understand how we could go, what, seven shows in? Six shows in, roughly, now. How they can do that, that same four-episode, like, build up and then just let it drop off in five and six. Like, I know this one kind of carried through five for a lot of people, but, like, yeah. I guess uh, maybe having, like, two of the shows do that where, like, ah, they might not have been written well for the ending, but, like, dude, it's been... Six shows. I think Moon Knight like, was good all the way through, and I think Haw- that's Moon Knight fair. and Hawkeye. I think are are the two exceptions. I think that. that's why they are my top two. Is because they are they were able to pan through the whole. They they're just consistent, right? Like it's they weren't trying to mm-hmm. be a Marvel movie. They were just well. That's the thing. I'm not saying the others aren't consistent. I'm saying they're consistent in, in a bad way. Like you know. Well, yeah, they're like how do they? I'm saying the shows as individually, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. All six episodes are consistently good, and they are telling the same story. Right. It's the same thread all the way through. Yeah. It's consistent. Uh, whereas you're saying that, yeah, like all of these shows, WandaVision, Miss Marvel, Loki, are consistently just like they 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 are good for the first four, and then after that, they just oh just wait, we have to off. we have to end yeah. this thing. How are we going to do that? Um, do you think that's be- like, like? Do you think it would help if there were more episodes? Uh, I mean, because in the case of WandaVision, we have nine episodes, but right. they're mostly half an hour. So it's in runtime, it's a little longer than the others, mm-hmm. but like not by much. I mean, the first two yeah. episodes are kind of throwaways, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that had nine episodes, everything else has six. Do you think more episodes would help it? No, I just I don't think like that's the thing. I don't think anything would help it because I feel like they're not, like. I don't know. Part of me would say like like I feel like they're doing that like kind of like on purpose of anything. Maybe I mean it's definitely different than like I don't know. It feels Do you like think they're purposely a, making it bad. Well, I just don't think they expected it to be taken as bad. But yeah, like a part of me is like because because that's that's the thing. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like if one of the two one or two of the shows out of the six, like yeah, if they were like tough, sometimes it happens. But like for it happening that much, like what I like because here's the thing: when it comes to Phase Four. A part of me doesn't even know what the f is going on, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I'm like honestly, like maybe because it's with not the whole, a TV show. Just take everything for what well, it is. No, and I know, and it, I know, and I know. It doesn't need. Not everything needs to be Thanos. It's fine. No, and I'm glad it's not part of it. But that's what I'm just saying. Is like, like I just like what if this is just like this is the formula they kind of like made for TV, thinking it would do one thing, and that's not going to do another. But like, why have they tried to fix it? Right. Well, you know? and, and oh, that's the thing though too is like. With production, they don't. You can't always fix things. Which, yeah, like that's fair. Especially after you've gone so far. I mean, you're making all this all at once. Essentially, like it's harder to. You're not going week by week. It's yeah. yeah. When it comes to like pre-production, rewriting your scripts, like unless you stop everything, you can't start from scratch. Like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of this, they just kind of have to push through, and maybe things will change. And one of the reasons I asked, like you know, does more episodes help? Uh, She Hulk is going to have nine episodes as well. Um, 
So I'm curious if maybe I think that'll be one of those that if maybe that. Hulk does or, yeah. succeed. Maybe it's just the six episode Arc format is not working. Um, and also, like they're they're just trying to do a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, because in Miss Marvel, you've got the stuff going on with her family. So you've got the clandestines, and you got uh, I almost said Doom. You almost have damage control. <laughs> um, so that's like three things that are going on. Yeah, and I think. I've talked about it before, but like Breaking Bad is objectively one of the best shows of all time. Um, and in Breaking Bad, they do a brilliant job at like the first three episodes mm-hmm. are one arc, and then the middle three are, uh, I don't know, really it's like it's mostly the, the first four are one arc, and you have like middle four are kind of, eh, but they're building up to the last four, which is an incredible finale. Like mm-hmm. they are all. They're all just like individual, like everything is segmented into four episodes. Or if you look at like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, like those aren't, those are built into arcs of three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. So they can just tell individual stories and you can have a, some sort of a thread in between the right. whole season. Clone Wars is the best example of that. But like, yeah, you have stuff that's kind of all tying it together, but you have individual arcs. So you can tell all of these different versions of the story. You can have these different villains and things. But it's all in service of one greater story, if that makes sense. Yeah. Let me tell it this way, because this is a comic book show. Okay. And comic books do it like this, too. If you read Dan's Thought Spider-Man, for example, like Dan, Dan Slott wrote Spider-Man for like a couple hundred issues. And within that, you have all sorts of arcs. And so you have like, I don't know. There's a great one called End of the Earth, where, and that's kind of like a finale where essentially uh, Doc Ock was uh, going to die, and so he wanted everyone to remember him, so he was going to like make the sun expand and burn the earth to a crisp, whatever. It was a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. But then when you go building up to that, like you have all these other things going on. Spider-Man's fighting the different villains, different stories are happening, but throughout it, like Doc Ock will show up, and then you can see, oh, he has like these do- he has these like octobots, and they're attached to Peter's head, and so Peter pulls it off, and then we have this story, and then so all that stuff happens, and he's able to do it because of stuff he did in this other one, and then and then he gets Superior Spider-Man because this octopod, right. like there's all these different stories that are completely self-contained and are on their own, but it's all a part of a grand narrative. Mm-hmm. that you don't see until the finale. And I wonder if a show like this would work better like the comic books that they're based off of if instead of just trying to throw everything mm-hmm. in together all at once, like what if we started with Damage Control being like, hey, uh, you don't know how, you, how to use your powers. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to stop you. And then like the next three or four episodes are the clandestine or like family stuff. Yeah. And then she figures that out. And then, Oh, Hey, it's the clandestines. Like I got to use the stuff I learned with my family to like help this family. Like there could have been a, a better shaping if they're potentially, if there were more episodes yeah. or see the only thing that worries me, if there were more episodes is anytime I think of like, especially when it comes to like these superior shows, like I always just immediately jump back to like the flash and arrow, how you had those like, each self yeah, that's like week 25 episodes. episodes. Right. Well, that's exact. That was way too many for like mm-hmm. something like this, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, like I totally understand where it could be. Yeah, several individual episodes, and then they'll have that massive fight or the team-up collab episode or something mm-hmm. between the two shows. And so, yeah. No, I, I definitely could see the nine-episode thing honestly working, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Because like I said, I really enjoyed WandaVision, and I think it was just the whole thing of getting through all the sitcoms, and yeah, the finale was not like the greatest, but I don't know. I hope She-Hulk, if She-Hulk does really well, and it is spread out really well, I think, I hope they would start doing nine episodes, because that's also just more content for us. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, as far as we know, like Secret Invasion, Ironheart, the other shows coming up would only be six. Bro, I forgot well. about Ironheart, too, yeah. Um, so, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. I... I have uh, I'll have a lot of hope for the future of these shows. I mean, none yeah. of them are bad. No, really. right? I mean, Captain America and the Winter Soldier is not Captain Winter Soldier, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's not bad. No, and for that being the one out of six now, is mm-hmm. it's not a bad. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know what happened. It just kind of. I don't know. I yeah. again. Uh, I feel like we're always really negative about things just because, like, <laughs> He's like we're pointing not, out the problems is really We're not negative easy. about a lot of things. I think we get, like, pretty negative. We go, like, pretty hard on, like, the few little yes. things. Yes. So it's not, because, like I said, you let, let's go listen I to did. the first segment. If I mean, obviously, you already have. We love the show. Yeah. We love these shows. I really like this show. <laughs> we love the MCU. We've I don't gotten know. Over. I don't know if I like it more than WandaVision because I did really like WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So it's at, if it's not my top three, it's at least my top four. You know, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like Miss Marvel and WandaVision are kind of like at a tie for me. Yeah, uh, Graham. Any any final thoughts on Miss Marvel finales, Disney Plus shows? I'm sad it ended. Dude. This was one of the most one of the fun shows we've gotten mm-hmm. in a while. This is one of the most fun things I think we've gotten. Oh, easily. from the MCU in a yeah. while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really liked it. This was. I, yeah, like I, I was anticipating every week when I could mm-hmm. watch the next episode of Miss Marvel. Even though it was a bit of a slow burn, it has its issues. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I really hope that they keep this kind of Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. comic booky style. So, my favorite thing, probably for the show I'm going to throw out, was definitely like the intro and like ending mm-hmm. like title cards or just yeah. the name and just every little font. And it, that was just so dope. And it, like every language is someone and everything. It was like, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. That was super fun. Yeah, they were, yeah. The show, yeah. In general, the show's just fun. Yeah. That's how we'll wrap it up. You've been listening <laughs> to The Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My that name is Graham. Yes. Follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon.com slash Popcorn Hangover. Let us know what your thoughts were on Miss Marvel. And if you agree about our thoughts on Disney Plus finales being terrible, uh, (laughs) let us know on all of those platforms and we will see you next time. Peace.